How are you out there? All of uh, y'all. That's me working on my y'alls. I got a ways to go with it, but uh, but yeah, it's coming along. I just got schooled actually on, um, you know, I'm a Yankee, or now I'm a damn Yankee since I'm a homeowner here in the South Tennessee. We're broadcasting live from Clarksville, Tennessee, booming, booming area, Montgomery County. But uh, I asked a hunter, okay, what, what did you catch? And that hunter, okay, uh, cracked a smile and said, uh, we didn't catch anything, but, uh, but Mayor, Mayor Jim Durrett, <laughs> as, a, as a hunter, uh, you don't catch anything. Uh, no, well, if I was fishing, I might catch something, Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, yeah, you, you, you kill something, right? You, you, I, I would like to go hunting with you one day. Okay. Yeah. We'll make that happen. Yeah, can we? Yeah. All right, don't laugh at me, though. I'm not. All I'm right. not. I'm smiling, but I'm not laughing. Because I went hunting for, what was it, pheasant? Yeah. Right? So I went hunting with my army buddies. This was uh, when I first got stationed down here. And uh, they thought it would be funny to take the northerner out hunting. And so I, I think with the, the pheasant, or was it quail, where you, you take the shotgun, right? Yeah. And whatever the birds were. You go out in these fields, you scare them. Well, they sent the dogs out first. The dogs? Yeah. They, they, they sent the, the dogs. <laughs> they sent the dogs out first to, to scatter yeah. these, uh, these, 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 these birds that don't fly for a long time. Yeah. All right? Because I guess they got fat bottoms. I don't know. And then once that happens, you start shooting, right? Yeah. You, you take the shotgun and... Uh, it, wasn't buckshot. What, what, what's, a, what's the ammo we were it's using? It's like birdshot. Yeah, birdshot. That's yeah, the one. So, yeah. so we're shooting birdshot, and, and I suck at it, I guess. I don't know how you miss, but I missed, nonetheless. So we, uh, we, we ate, and then when you eat these things, you're, you're plucking out some of the stuff that you shot them yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, that happens. That's crazy. Yeah. <sighs> but it's good to be here. I think we gave enough filler time for people to hop in and join us as we have our discussion with Montgomery County Mayor Jim Durrett for it's almost a year when dealing and handling the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, I, I, I just want to talk to a man who was in a leadership position on throughout the entire time, handling situations, dealing with, with lockdowns and reopening and, and also mandates and also getting sick himself how that played a role how he recovered how it affected him overall so montgomery county mayor jim Derrick, thank you for hanging out with us you're welcome joe good to see you again man i can't believe a year i can't either a year i mean this uh this live broadcast currently uh early february of 2021 go back a year february it's a tough one to say. There's a second R in there. Nobody pronounces it. February. <laughs> I won't even try. February, early February 2020. What was on the radar, Montgomery County-wise, when it comes to COVID? Well, I think COVID was there, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think it was that big of a signal to us right yet. No. Uh, even though, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure when some of the uh, – international when trump started banning some flights and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff that's probably sometime in february maybe even late january that happened february 2nd i believe late january is when the the china travel ban yeah. went into effect right yeah 
and so you know obviously it was on our radar uh we had been doing some planning as far as ppe gear that type stuff or uh you know especially for our first responders but uh you know probably mid-march is when it really ratcheted up and um here we are today. Yeah, right before, uh, I believe it was St. Patrick's Day last year of March, or March 17th, Yeah, is, is when all of a sudden people were like, oh, my God, it keeps popping up here in the States. We got case after case happening. Did you guys have some type of special meeting between any other government officials, uh, whether it's a state or local level? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we started having a lot of conversations about it, and... Um, you know when you when it when it first happened you, you, i don't know if you recall it i can recall it that i can remember these numbers were just they weren't skyrocketing but they were going up quite a bit and uh-huh. you know we were at 12 and then we were at 15 and then we'd go a couple of days and and i was like man i i just hope we don't get to 100 right and you know it just kept on and kept on and kept on and and then you know we we were where we were averaging five cases a day and then three cases a day. And then it, 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 it the number kind of went up and then we kind of saw it relax. And then once we got or after July 4th, you know, it just really started going up and that trajectory really hadn't stopped until uh, probably about a week ago. What into uh, setting up the testing back then? Well, you know, Joe, that's something I don't think a lot of people in our community realize it, but uh, our health department is a state-run health department. And so we really have no input. I Uh, did not know that. Yeah. But but I will say this. Um, They started testing down at the health department. They were – it's county property down there. So we supported – excuse me we supported that effort with logistics with traffic control uh with uh sheriff deputies and then we realized that uh it was really impeding some of our other operations at county government and so we moved it uh to the other side of veterans plaza on the uh on the crossing avenue side we had a covered area over there too uh and still maintained the drive-through and but then our numbers started going up, and, and we just kept dealing with the traffic. So we knew we had to do something. And so we looked at a bunch of different sites, and uh, we finally all came together. And when I say all, uh, you know, it's not only myself. It's City Mayor Joe Pitts. It's the police department. It's sheriff's department. It's fire department. It's EMA. It's EMS. Uh, it's the health department as well. And so... Uh, we decided Civitan Park was the best place. We didn't really like the ingress and egress, uh, the little road that you go through Bellamy Lane. But, okay. But we knew we could stack a lot of cars back there. We knew we could get some tents back there and get drive-through. And ultimately, Montgomery County's providing trailers for the workers to work out of. And uh, I think we'll be moving it again. Uh, we saw a week ago uh, last Monday – when thunderstorms came through, we had to shut it down for two hours. I mean, we can't let our workers out there and um, in that kind of weather. And so uh, we shut it down for two hours. It created a pretty big backlog. and uh, But we th- they worked through it out there. And um, But uh, we, we, we've got another site that we're working on. Uh, hopefully, we'll sign a lease agreement on it by the end of the week. 
and uh, probably next week relocate. It's going to be bigger and better. It'll be where a car can pull inside. Our workers will be inside, and then the car can go out the other side. Too easy, right? Yeah. Too easy. But, but Joe, you know, along with that, I think that's not going to be enough. Okay. Uh, based on the supply of vaccine that we're getting right now, yeah. this one site, we can run enough people through that one site in a day's time. Uh, but when the vaccine becomes more plentiful or the supply chain increases, we're going to have to have multiple sites. And so we're working on that as well. And, and what are you guys going to be doing? Uh, checking for, is it going to be age-based, uh, you know, first come, first serve? Is yeah, it- right now it's still uh, it's it's still some healthcare workers. It's still some first responders. Uh, the teachers are in the mix now. Uh, and, and then the age category just changed. Anybody 75 and older, but that changed the first of this week, and now it's 70 or older. And so... You know, and they've got the state's got an online appointment system. Yeah. And th- there's some issues with that. TN.gov, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we're going to work through it. But hopefully we get to the point where we've just got this vaccination where, um, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to just say it's going to be just like an oil change place. You just drive up and get a shot and go on. Yeah, I was going to ask, do, yeah. you, do you stick your arm out the window? Uh, no, they, they actually, they, they get you to roll your sleeve up, and they reach in the window and give you the shot. Wow, right then and there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, I was out there a couple of Saturdays ago and helped them for three or four hours. I was the traffic control guy. Were you really? Yeah, I mean, I was like. Did okay, you have the okay. vest? No. Oh, no okay. I just. I just. I just, I guess I had the look. Uh, you had the look. Yeah, yeah. And so, but you know, the, those people out there, they do a great job. You got, uh, you got sick with the uh, COVID-19. I did. Uh, uh, when, my, when, when did, uh, when did it first go down? Uh, it's right around the first of October, first week or so of uh-huh. October. Um, you know, I woke up, uh, I woke up one Saturday morning and I'd been tested, uh, the following Monday because we had somebody in our office that was positive. Uh, that was asymptomatic. And which which test did you get? Did you get the, the up the, the nose? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh yeah. One fun. Right. And so uh, um, I woke up and I was a little bit sore, but I had done some work back behind my house and I'd run a chainsaw and I'd picked up some pretty good sticks of wood. Uh-huh. I'd have been in over. My back was sore. Your back was my sore. My back was sore. And uh, and I told my wife. I said, you know. I'm a little sore. I might ought to go get tested. This was on a, a Saturday. And um, she was like, well, you for, you remember you did cut that wood and did that? And I, I said, yeah, that's probably it. And and really, I, I started feeling better. And um, so Sunday morning, I get a call from the lady that works with me. Uh-huh. And she says, I lost my sense of taste and smell. And I told Mary, I said, I'm going to go get checked. Right. Boom, positive. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you uh, lose uh, taste I never, and smell? I never did. Really? I never did. My wife did. Right. Uh, she lost it for about two weeks. Well, that's unfortunate because she always smells very good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we were very blessed. Uh, I think you would say that our symptoms were moderate. I, I had a... One day I had a fever of about, it was about 99.5. My wife's got up to 101. She had that fever for yeah. a couple of days. Obviously, you know, as we talked about, she lost her sense of taste and smell. I never did. Uh, had some body aches. I never had a bad cough. She did have a bad cough. But, Joe, I, I mean, I, I can't tell you the people that I know that, that have had it. And uh, it's gone from 
basically asymptomatic to death. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. How really diverse is. people's reactions yeah. are to to something. It, it really is. Like what what creates that? I have no idea. I'm not either. a doctor or anything. Uh, I don't know. You know, I've heard blood types. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's O positive or whatever it is that it doesn't affect those people. I, to be honest, I don't even know what my blood type is. I used to give blood. I don't anymore. Uh, but yeah, I, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I don't know, man. It's yeah. it's really really strange. And it's interesting. I, I've been very lucky, very fortunate. Of course, you know, I, I do what I got to do, and I, I maintain safety the whole bit as much as I can. I I wash my hands, right? But maybe a bunch of the shots that the army gave me, I have no idea. <laughs> but they gave me this one. They, they put anthrax in our bodies. That's what I heard. We got an anthrax shot for crying yeah. out loud. So it, it's very interesting what's going on. And then you got, you got better. You're back to work. Okay. Now, what about the? What went into putting together mandates and policies? I know the face mask mandate has been, I don't want to say controversial, but it's definitely brought up different of opinions on, oh, on people. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So how did that go into effect? Well, you know, I guess I'll go back to when we kind of had the stay-at-home order. Uh-huh. And, and that was probably probably the most difficult decision uh, that I've had to make since I was mayor. And, and uh, when did that go into effect, the stay-at-home order? That, Joe, if I'm not mistaken, that was uh, early April. Yeah, uh, that's right. Maybe yeah. early, mid-April. I remember uh, the April Fool's memes. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, actually it was a little, probably a little bit beyond April because, and, and I'll tell you what went into that. It, it's the same group of people that I mentioned earlier, the city mayor and, and Wes Golden, who is his risk manager, and, and uh, Wes has done a fabulous job uh, as just working with, it, it's, you know, it's two governments, uh-huh. and, and it's it's a police chief and a sheriff, and it's a fire chief, and it's EMA, emergency management, but everybody has worked together so dadgum good, man. Uh, but, you know, when, when, when we decided to do the stay-at-home order, uh, everybody got in a room, and we had both the city attorney and the county attorney in there, and Mayor Pitts and I were lockstep in every decision. Uh, you know, it had been pretty weird if the city would have had to stay at home stay-at-home order and the county had not or vice versa now how did it work with the stay-at-home order well we just based on the data that we that we were getting uh and what was happening um we just felt like that was the best thing to do to try to stop the spread of this virus yeah and uh you know in hindsight if you look back uh maybe one the right thing to do but you know we did it uh and i think ours was in effect for two days and then the governor issued his right um and so we actually started working on a reopening plan um i'm gonna say about the 15th of may that's that early yeah and 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 this group we met every day for a couple of hours we met on a saturday we met on a sunday and we were going to announce our reopening plan and then the governor comes out we had met on a sunday and the governor comes out on monday and announces that all the restaurants all these places are going to start opening and he circumvented any emergency powers that he'd given us and so we just we didn't wash our hands of it but we said you know it's no sense in us continuing forward i thought we had a great plan 
I really do. I've uh, seen how other states respond. Yeah, and, and, and Joe, I'll be honest with you. We were going to open up more than what the governor opened up. Right. Uh, you know, it took a while for beauty salons, barbershops, uh-huh. those type people to open up. We got on the phone and were calling people that own beauty shops and, and barbershops and said, hey, if we do this and allow you to open, but here's what you got to do to open, are you cool with that? And they were like, please, please, please. please. Right. But then the governor's order just... It just zapped all that. Like, like, look at states at uh, New York, Jersey, California, okay, and uh, the, the the restrictions that government put yeah. on. Uh, I, I went home to uh, Jersey for Thanksgiving, and I never seen so many strong people just so depressed, right? So unhappy, yeah, and and it didn't better their numbers. I mean, we the arguments can be made all the time, but I look at the numbers of Montgomery County, and compared to the other major cities of this state in Tennessee, Montgomery County did an amazing job with keeping low numbers. Well, I really think we have too, Joe, and, you know, I think that a lot of that's attributed to our people. Uh, uh, we, we just have a very resilient population. Uh, we have a very diverse population. Uh-huh. And uh, we have a young population, and I think that helps us. Yes. But, you know, the mass mandate, you know, I, I get— How much every, crap have you got? Oh, every time we renew it, it's— Did uh, you get hate just, mail? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and hate phone calls. And, oh, phone calls even. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know— How do you respond to those? I just tell them I think it's the right thing to do. Uh-huh. And, and I, I, I try to tell them that— for everything you tell me the reason we can't, I can tell you a reason why. So why are we going to argue about it? And and most of it is related to you're taking some of my freedoms away from me. Right, right, right. That, that's where most of it comes from. And it's it's not uh, a health issue. And, you know, I don't want to say this because it sounds bad, but to me um, it's not a lot to ask to protect somebody else. Okay. Understood and, that. And, and so uh, – don't let it be about yourself. Yeah. Let it be about somebody else. And I'll tell you, me personally, I'm not much of a mask guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, but I, I understand people's fears, and I understand why they have those fears, no yep. doubt about it. And, uh, and then I look at the numbers. Like take Montgomery County, you know, uh, lowballing at 220,000. Isn't that crazy? 220,000 people, yeah. according to Google. That's crazy. And yeah. I think the number's going to be even bigger in the next census. I do too. But, uh, you know, and then you take, like, today's active counts where it's at uh, 1,068 for mm-hmm. active COVID. And that, in comparison, I mean, you're looking at 99.5% of this population is COVID-free. That's that's an outstanding number. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's, I mean, we should be very proud of that. We, we should be. And, you know, Joe, I think that number's a little bit... Uh... It's a little bit jacked up. Yeah, I, I yeah. think there's a lot of people that have had it uh-huh, uh, right. that never went and got tested. Right. They just maybe stayed at home and went through it. And or they, asymptomatic, you know, asymptomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so uh, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I probably shouldn't go down this road, but I'm sitting here thinking, so we've had over 6,000 people get inoculated uh-huh, right. with their first vaccine. And yeah, we've had X amount of people that have had it. And so the number of vaccinated and have had it, they're starting to go like this. And so 
at some point in time, we ought to be getting closer and closer to herd immunity. Yeah, well, b- based on the people that have had it and absolutely. the people that can't get it. I, I am so pro herd immunity. Me too. And the fact that uh, I, I was reading the headlines, and it read that Montgomery County. This was a couple of weeks ago now. That uh, or maybe a week and a half ago now. That Montgomery County was was not failing, but not doing well when it came to vaccination percentages. What was that about? The problem with that is, is all that's controlled by the state and the federal government. Mm -hmm. And so the allocations are distributed to distressed counties quicker than they come to healthy counties. Uh And so Montgomery County overall is a healthy county from a physical standpoint, not financial from a physical. But these distressed counties, they're the ones that, that get more of the vaccine first. And so ultimately what you're going to see is you're going to see in these different phases, you're going to see some of these distressed counties that are out there at the last phase yeah. giving people vaccines and we'll be like at the third. Right. You know, and, and you know, I understand that, but I don't understand that hmm. because the population density there is, is smaller uh, and but maybe it's the Dave Ramsey deal. Have you ever seen Dave Ramsey's Financial University? I, I've heard and it. How to pay off your credit card? Right, right. Well, you start with a little one uh-huh. and you pay it off. Right. And then you take that money. Yeah. And you move it to the next one that you've been paying a little bit on. So and yeah. you pay it off, and so before long you got this big ball of cash that you're throwing at your big credit card, and boom, it it's paid off. So my wife and I did that. But that wasn't the uh, that wasn't the way that the state implemented it. No. Have you had a chance to actually speak and talk with the with Governor Bill? Lee? I have. I've talked to the governor uh, a couple of different times, just one on one. I've talked to the governor. We typically, about every ten days, we have a video call with him, uh, where he's talking to all the mayors of the state. And what does he say about Montgomery County and Clarksville? I think he's very proud of us. Yeah, I, I think he's very proud of us. Not only of of you know if you if you let's just. Pretend there wasn't no, there wasn't any COVID. One no, one no, right, right. One no COVID. Yeah, COVID. That that's the country coming out in me. I'm trying to be really a mayor and not some country hick. No, I hear you. <laughs> one no COVID. One no COVID. That's another way I learned. I like it. I'm gonna add that to my yeah. my Southern I'm, Dictionary. I, I'm sure you will, and I'm sure I'll hear it from hey, you. Hey, mayor, there. One no COVID. <laughs> but but you know we we're we're a growing community. Uh, our state's growing, but you, Clarksville's right there at the tip. Booming. Uh, yeah. Just and ask it, any realtor. Oh, my gosh. It's The un- 14,000 realtors that we have. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that we have the in- the lack of inventory that we have today. And, and I heard somebody say something the other day about apartments for rent, that the percentage of apartments is so, so small. That is and, available? Yeah. And, and that that's, that's troubling. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, but then you go to a city council meeting or you go to a, a commission meeting and somebody's wanting to rezone a piece of property to put more houses on it. And the neighbors are in an uproar. But the, it, it's it's it is a known fact that we need more residential housing in this community. And uh, also and I, I guess, you know, uh, we'll talk a bit about the schools too, the, the closing and reopening and what happened with uh, what went on with those decisions. Uh the schools, virtual learning, another controversial topic that you guys had to handle and deal with. What went into the decision-making of opening, closing and then opening the schools? Well, our school system's run by 
the director of schools and the school board. And so technically we don't have any input into that decision-making process. I will say that Mr. House uh, was in constant communication with myself and Mayor Pitts. Uh, if you really look at Montgomery County, I think they did a pretty dadgum good job of keeping uh, once they got kids back in school uh -huh. of keeping them in school the surge at thanksgiving and christmas was a big big factor but that factor that really caused in my opinion for them to close like they did was they didn't have teachers so the the teachers were testing positive and typically you have this sub a substitute teacher pool of over 300 substitute teachers. Right. That pool shrank to about 100. Interesting. And so you couldn't get anybody to be in the classroom. Huh. And so they took a pause, uh, and then they got the elementary kids back in right, uh, right after the Christmas break. And praise God, our high schoolers are going back, I, th I think, on February the 8th. And uh, Could you imagine doing this virtual no, school back no. in the day? Joe, you know, you, you speaking of that, um, almost every meeting we do is virtual. Uh huh. I wasn't a great student in school. Uh, be the first one to admit. My attention span can sometimes get away from me. Yeah. And when you're sitting there staring at a at a screen, mm -hmm. and you do it for for a couple of hours, I mean, you, your phone buzzes. You know, the next I couldn't thing, do it. I couldn't do thing, it. Next thing you know, you're looking over here, and then you figure out, well, they got a camera on me. So, yep. Yeah. So, so, now, so, so now, let me now, set look, up my so, phone so right am here. I, am I look? Look, am okay. I Joe? Am yeah. I looking at the camera, uh, sir? You got to lower your phone a little <laughs> oh, bit. We okay. see it a little okay. bit more. Okay, now you're yeah. good. Right. Yeah. I yeah. hear you. I, I mean, and, and it's tough. And so, and uh, it's affected these grades too. And, if you look at them oh across the board, imagine a third grade or fourth grade or first grade kid that's having to do that. And, the, and yeah. the, the lack of social skills that they're learning at this, yeah. uh, you know, so uh, personally, and I know people disagree with it, but personally, it, it's it's good to see students going back and interacting and, and doing it in a way that, because, that, I mean, if you look at it, when it comes to COVID, the young, very, very strong numbers on this. I mean, not only just a, a, a getting it rate, but survival rate, they're, yeah. they're they're strong. They're young. You yeah. know, those who are immune compromised, of course, use caution yeah. and be careful. So I guess that it is good that there is that virtual uh, availability as yeah. well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, and, and you know, that I think that's been there before, and I think it'll continue to be there. I was surprised by the numbers uh, when, when they gave them the option of what actually came back to school. Uh, I think it's about 60%, about 40% decided to go virtual. Um uh, I thought it would have been higher than that. But, you know, when you take the, the, the middle schoolers and the high schoolers, you've been there. If we weren't in school, what were you doing? You're hanging out with your friends. And that's all they did yeah. the whole time we, they weren't in school. Right. So it, it wasn't it wasn't like they weren't around people. I mean, they were hanging out. I've got, I've got two grandkids that age, and I'd call them, wait, wait, I bet you're bored. No, we – me and Billy Bob and Joe and so-and-so, we went fishing and we did this and did that. And I, no, I went over to uh, Stephanie's house and we had four people over there and we spent the night for two nights and just hung out in our right. pajamas. Yeah, so. And then on top of it, you take like the, the working parents, okay, when uh, when when children are at home and, uh, and now they got to play babysitter 
as well as moderator, I guess, yeah. or and some of them no longer can go to work, or or even their jobs were closed down. And it, it was very good to see that Montgomery County, uh, just on my end, was a. Uh, was very allowing the people to make decisions for themselves with the proper guidance of government. No, thank you. And and I think that uh, the 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 people that make the comments out there that oh how come nobody's getting arrested for not wearing a face mask? I was so glad to not see one of these viral videos, if you will, of of like like even in Nashville, of of cops tackling people. Yeah. You know, following a yeah. face mask altercation. I mean, Montgomery County, the from top to bottom, you know, when it comes to uh, elected officials, when it comes to law enforcement, who have raised that right hand on the Constitution to defend the Constitution. Yeah, they, they, man, I think you guys did a really good job. You know, Joe, it, it was we. Uh, and I, I'll give you a little example. When, when we talked about these mass mandates and having a sign on your door and those things if you're open to the public. The first thing Mayor Pitts and I did before it ever went public, we sat down with the police department and sheriff's department, and it almost, it was emotional to me because here I am, I'm going to mandate something, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you that you got to enforce it. Right. And I, I feel like I'm putting you out in a position that, that, you, you you're gonna do you're gonna enforce the law i know you are but this is something different than a speed trap or speeding or shoplifting you know this is about somebody doing this yeah right and and and, and so we're gonna ask you to enforce it and they did such a great job they they, they very good with balancing it all joe without a doubt that's an understatement i mean they put together this is going to be our operating procedures this is how we're going to handle if it rises to this level this level mm -hmm. this level and they did an outstanding job they did i, yeah. I mean uh, i i talked to my cop buddies and uh they were like you know what uh, it, it it is what it is and we're going to ensure that uh, the people are still safe w without overextending i mean they don't want to be Cops don't want to be jerks, you no, know what I mean? No, they don't. And I saw that initially when when we when it all first started hitting off and the lockdowns went into effect and, you know, there was a certain amount of people that could be in a certain place, blah, 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 the so yeah. on and so forth. And I remember seeing the influx of law enforcement downtown Clarksville and then people on facebook and social media you know typing away oh you you see the the gestapo cops are all done no no the schools are closed those are all the sros yeah for crying out loud yeah you know what i mean and and then you go yeah. and talk to the cops you're having a coffee with the cops you know you yeah you guys did a really good job thank you you know and uh and, and believe you me I, I i have my opinions on on how i'm gonna live my life and not once was it physically impeded upon i'm glad to hear that I was still able to go and do my events, and people were able to go to these events, do their safety issues, the whole bit, and still live life. Businesses were still able to make money. Yeah. Where we were watching these other cities across the state crying for help. Yeah. Back in Jersey, right, uh, one-third, 33% of locally owned businesses in Jersey closed for good. Mm-hmm. That's sad. That's the local mom and pop business owners, sad. and uh, I think, 
I don't have the exact numbers. We were affected here in Montgomery County, but it is not 33% of no. locally owned businesses no. are, are closed here. No. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's a testament to you guys. Thank you. I appreciate you guys and, and you guys out there, too, for, for hey, being open and being honest and making those phone calls to the mayor saying, hey, he took our germs or whatever. <laughs> What's the worst one you got? What's the worst? You don't have to give name or anything. What's the worst phone call or email? Maybe they're calling your names. What do you think it was? What stood out for you? Oh, Joe, I, I don't know. Um, I, I You know, I've had a couple that just think that it's government overreach to the fullest extent and that, you know, the next thing we're going to do is make you wear two masks. Mm -hmm. uh, the next thing we're going to do is lock it down again uh, and just – you know, you just try to be reasonable with those people and, and try to give them your point of view. And there's just some people that doesn't matter what you say, uh, you're not going to change your opinion. And I try to call most of them back. Uh, there's some that call every time the new mask mandate goes in. Right, right. And, like uh, this this latest one goes through February. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, what, what, what I don't think they, they don't read the whole thing. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Uh, you guys leave it up to the businesses to to enforce policies. You know, when you go and then when it comes to county buildings and uh, city buildings, you know, he, here's the rules, yeah, the whole bit. Yeah. Businesses put this up. All right. And then, yeah, I, I mean, you, you really I don't think they read what the hell is in these things. No, I, anyway. don't, I don't I don't think they do either. You know, they, they read a headline. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. Read the whole thing, people. You'll, you'll be very surprised on what information is put out there. Yeah. Well, uh, Mayor Dirt, uh, we got uh, ran a little bit longer than I thought. I, I do apologize, and I appreciate your patience. But I, I did want to hit up on at least the event center. It's rocking and rolling. It's going to happen still. Oh yeah. Okay, oh, good. Yeah. Joe, you you surely you're seeing that big hole they're digging. Yes, yes, uh, huge hole downtown Clarksville. You're talking about a block radius, square block, event center. Do we have any sponsors yet? What are we going to call it? No, we're we're, we're that's a little bit premature. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know we've got Austin Peay's locked in. We've got Powers Management, who is the Predators locked in. Nashville as, Preds, as, right? That's the, the entity that's going to manage it. They have actually reached out to some people about possibly naming rights to see if there's interest to let them know that hey, at a certain point in time we're going to put a packet together and we'll be reaching out to you. As long uh, as it's not like Charmin's toilet paper. You know what I mean? No, I don't think it would okay. be that. That'd be yeah. terrible. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. or Huggies. What would you like it to be? Personally, uh, I would love to see a business get involved that would not only be uh, a part of our community. You know, like uh, take, ooh, yeah. The, the Padula Palace. No, no, I can't afford that sponsorship. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe something, the Google Arena or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's going to be great, and we're going to – what future events are, are, are planned to be held there? What's in the future? You know, Joe, it's it's everything, and I, I was speak, speaking to a group of uh, youth leadership today and was telling them about it, and I, the, the multipurpose event center is exactly what it is. I mean, Austin P basketball, Austin P women's and men's basketball, ice skating, Disney on ice. Uh, hope, you know, before the pandemic hit, we had two – 
uh, different leagues reach out to us about potentially a, a semi-pro or, you know, like a double-A yeah. hockey team coming here. I would love it. The COVID shut that down. Monster truck pulls, rodeos, yes. flat floor shows. Concerts. Concerts. Right. Boat shows. All of those things. To include a hotel next door, right? Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. And parking, right? Yep. And parking. Yep. And, and we just, last week, they announced um, right across College Street on 2nd Street, uh, there's going to be a new restaurant built there. Uh, it's three-story oh restaurant. Oh, my God. Three, Mr. Maynard. Oh. Three different levels of different kind of food and cuisine yeah and then the top's gonna have a rooftop bar man you're gonna go up there and be able to look out over the cumberland and man it's gonna be so cool this is gonna solve all issues with city uh parking funding being so low so many tickets are gonna be written out there they're gonna yeah, well, be they're and, gonna and, be and, and you know we're, there's gonna be parking provided too but you, you know if you go somewhere to be entertained you go to nashville i know dead gum man if you go to a predators game it costs you 25 30 bucks to park so what'd be wrong with paying five bucks to park exactly. downtown? Exactly, and the the naysayers out there, the, the negative Nancys or negative Neds, whatever you want to call yourselves, you know, uh, this is part of growth. Yep, it's a part of growth, and uh, we we got enough land to do it anyway. Yep. Enough land. Montgomery County's huge. Yep, five hundred forty four square miles. Damn, damn. That was a trivia question today. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, you leadership? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you do trivia? Yeah. Here, let me, not as, as good as Joe. Here, let me uh, as we end out <laughs> oh, here. Let's let's try your. Test. I should have never said the word trivia. I got it all ready here right we here. Go. Where is it? Where's my trivia for tonight? Because uh, every week we we host game shows. Oh, where are you, sir? You might have lucked out. It might have closed on me. Yes, it did. Okay, good, okay. good. I would probably missed it. Montgomery County Mayor Jim Durr, thank you so much for joining us today. Joe, it's always a pleasure to come and sit and talk with you and chat. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's uh, given the public some information. And as always, I just want to thank you for your service to our nation. Uh, you're a hero in my book, man. It was an honor to serve not only uh, my nation, but uh, but her people too. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Mayor Jim Durr at Montgomery County. Hanging out with us and, uh, yeah, answering some questions about what the about the year of COVID. Man, I can't believe it's been a year. But, hey, we got uh, regular programming coming up next, the Joe Padula Show, where America goes to party with a purpose. Absolutely.